0: Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and we're going to be learning more about the greatest breakthrough we can have in our lives. There's nothing wrong with wanting to level up, and it doesn't matter if you're going for that big promotion at work or earning another trade certificate or college degree or even leading a local parenting group or Bible study. We all have our glass ceilings that we want to break through, but sometimes we need to level up not just in the natural, but in the kingdom of God in the spirit. And Rabbi Schneider is going to show us today how to move into the places we're meant to go by having a significant spiritual breakthrough. Now let's get started. Here is Rabbi.
1: I have a special anointing on my life for breakthrough. I don't say that lightly. There is something that the Lord has placed upon me, which has propelled me to enter into places that others have not yet entered into. And I believe that the anointing that's on me can be imparted in some way into your life. Now, when we speak of spiritual breakthrough, we can look at it from two different perspectives. We can look at it, number one, circumstantially. Sometimes we're looking for breakthrough in our lives, in our circumstances, and this is important, obviously. Maybe you're wanting to get a breakthrough in your career or in your job. You're wanting a promotion. Maybe you're wanting a breakthrough with your finances. Maybe you're wanting a breakthrough in your relationship with your mom or dad or in-laws. Maybe you've been trying to buy a home and haven't been able to purchase one. You're looking for a breakthrough. Whatever it might be, breakthrough in our circumstances is legitimate and important. And we should obviously be looking to the Lord and contending for him to be at work in our life so that we can be propelled forward in his spirit to get breakthrough in our circumstances. Some of you, Maybe you feel that Lord has given you a spiritual gift or some type of ministry that he's called you into and you're looking for him to open doors or to connect you with the right people, with the right relationships so that the gift and the anointing that's on your life can enter a deeper way into the earth. You're looking for a breakthrough perhaps in your ministry. There's another type of breakthrough that at the end of the day, beloved, is more important than even these first two. And that is spiritual breakthrough. What I mean by that is that at the end of the day, our circumstances are always changing. Nothing we know is constant in our circumstances. For example, let's say that you're going to law school right now and you failed the LSAT the first time and you're looking for breakthrough to be able to pass the second time. All these things are important. But think about this using that example that I want to make applicable for all of us today. Let's say you're that attorney. You want to get your license to practice law. You took the bar exam to become an attorney the first time, you flunked. Now you're going back the second time you're praying for breakthrough that you'll pass it. Baruch Hashem, let's say you pass it, praise God. But what will happen when you're 65 or 70 years old? and no longer are you able to practice potentially law anymore. Maybe your health won't permit it. Maybe you're just too tired uh, to do it anymore. Maybe you've lost the appetite for it. Then what? Where are you then? The point is that our circumstances are always changing. And if we're only looking for breakthrough in circumstances, at the end of the day, we're going to come up empty because at the end of the day... Every circumstance fades away. You know, the Lord recently showed me that I should view my circumstances, those things that are going on outside me, the same way that I would observe furniture in a room that I was sitting in. Now imagine for a second with me, you're sitting in a room, you've got a room at home and you look around the room and there's different pieces of furniture in that room you're sitting in. Maybe there's a couch, maybe there's a chair, maybe there's a table, whatever it is. You can look at them, you can appreciate them. You may like the aesthetic appearance of them. They may serve a functional purpose, but at the end of the day, those pieces of furniture, beloved one, mean very little in terms of how much your soul is satisfied in its center, in its core. They don't mean anything. I remember years ago, when I was going through a very difficult time in my life. I had graduated high school, so I'm going back many, many years now. And as some of you know that I was a very, very committed athlete in school. I wrestled all through school, got a small scholarship to wrestle in college. But wrestling to me was everything. It was my identity. It was all I thought about. I didn't see beyond it. And when I graduated high school and I walked off that wrestling mat for the last time, realizing that as I looked into the future, now entering into adulthood— leaving my parents' home, having to get ready for some type of career, which I had no idea what that would be. I didn't know Yeshua yet. That wrestling no longer meant anything to me. And I remember when that happened to me, I was so lost. I was so depressed. I was so hopeless. I lacked purpose. I lacked destiny. I was confused. And I remember in that state, sitting in my family room, I'm living in my parents' house at the time, sitting on a couch there in this depressed, confused state. Wrestling was over. My purpose was gone. The circumstances changed. My identity disappeared with it. And I was looking out the back windows of this family room. I looked outside into the beautiful nature. But you know what? No matter how beautiful it was, as I looked out that family room window and even looked at all the beautiful furniture in that big family room, you know what? At the end of the day, as I was sitting there, none of those things could do anything for me. Looking outside didn't help me. Looking at the beautiful family room and the furniture in it, it didn't help me because my soul was lost and confused. I lacked purpose and direction and everything outside of me. None of it could change what was in my soul. What I'm stressing, beloved one, is that our circumstances are like furniture in a room. They can't really do anything for us. We may get temporary enjoyment out of circumstances. And Baruch Hashem, praise God for great circumstances. I'm not putting it down. What I'm simply trying to do is to help you and I understand that when we're talking about spiritual breakthrough, the thing that we should be thinking most about is how can we get breakthrough in the spirit? How can we get breakthrough into the light? How can we gain momentum in terms of being engaged in our soul with the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. How can we enter into empowerment? How can we come out of not seeing clearly to be able to see clearly in the spirit? How can we get breakthrough? How can we get breakthrough so that we're able to break off our lives all self-accusation? How can we get breakthroughs that we can break off us all wrong self-images? How can we get breakthrough so that we can better see who God is, so that we can better understand his love, so that we can better know him and his nature through the person of Yeshua? I want to encourage you today to contend with me for spiritual breakthrough. Too many of us are putting all the emphasis on the outside. We think if we shout something loud enough, it gives us more power. We think if we can change this circumstance in our life, we'll be happy. Again, outer circumstances are important, but we don't have many of us a sense that the real reality is internal. That's why Yeshua said, the spirit of the Lord, he said, is outside you, but he will be in you. So as we talk about spiritual breakthrough today, I want to encourage you to begin to withdraw your energy so that you're not so focused on what is outside of you So that you're not projecting your thoughts thinking that the answer to your happiness is outside of you, but so that you begin to bring yourself back into your soul, where the spirit of the Lord is if you've received Jesus, and begin to learn how to function from the inside out. You see, people that are not in touch with this, if they're wanting to have breakthrough in the spiritual realm, they shout. And they think if they yell loud enough, it will create breakthrough. Or they keep on, Jesus said, don't be like these people that don't know God that keep on repeating the same things over and over and over and over again, thinking that God is gonna move because of their repetition. Now, what Jesus was teaching was that power is not in the external. It's not in how loud you shout. It's not in how many times you repeat a prayer. Many of that is just fear-based anyway. Rather, true spiritual power resides on the inside, and it begins with knowing that you've already got it.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back in a moment. It's our prayer that today's message has been a blessing to you so far, and we hope that it enriches your walk with Yeshua. If you have a prayer request, we invite you to submit it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Our team lifts up every individual request before the Lord, and it would be our pleasure, privilege, and honor to pray for you and your family. At Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we are looking for like-minded people who are ready to partner with us. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to offer a financial gift of support, would you please contact us today? Become a monthly partner. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or to give a gift of any amount today, just call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now here's Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. Let me say it again. Spiritual breakthrough begins
1: by knowing that he's already in you and you've already got it. So you begin to move out of what you've already have rather than moving out of a deficit, trying to make something happen that you don't have. The Bible says, in him we are complete you see when we begin our christian walk when we begin our walk in the spirit it's important to have spiritual disciplines that are outward based it's important for example to have a regimented format in which we're studying scripture and specific things that we're doing and spiritual disciplines that we've built into our life those things are important And they need to happen at the elementary levels. It begins by practicing spiritual disciplines that are based on the outside, Bible study, prayers, all these different things that can help us in our faith. But the problem is if we continue only to focus on outward things without recognizing that there's a deeper level that's internal. This is why right before Yeshua raised Lazarus from the dead, He prayed and he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. I know you hear me always, but I'm saying it that the people around would know that you hear me. You see, Jesus had developed that inward sense of knowing that God heard his softest whisper. When he prayed, he didn't have to pray out loud. He knew that God heard him. The slightest impulse of his heart, it's as if it was already done. Jesus knew that God heard him. Sometimes we think God doesn't hear us unless we say it out loud, unless we pray it loud enough that the devil won't respond unless we scream it. But beloved, when we know that we've got it, when we know that God hears our softest whisper, we can retreat to dwelling within. And when we're able to comprehend that he's already in us and that we've already got it, we'll truly have spiritual breakthrough and walk in power. This is why the Lord said in the Tanakh, the day will come that I will answer them before they ask. What did God mean when he said, I will answer them before they ask? Well, if he's answering, the need or the desire must already be within us. Otherwise, he wouldn't have to answer. What God was saying there is, they're going to become aware that I answer them before they can even get it out of their mouths. That's how close he is. In other words, now we think sometimes, unless we say it out loud enough times, God won't hear us and he won't answer. But God wants us to realize that he hears us even if we don't say it out loud, even if we don't shout it, and he wants us to come to the place where we know he hears and answers the slightest impulse of our heart that's directed to him when We're walking with him. No good thing does he withhold to those who love him. And so, beloved, I want us, as we're speaking of spiritual breakthrough, what I'm trying to do is to help us understand that we're not just referring to those things that we're desiring to see God do that are on the outside. I'm wanting you to understand that the greatest breakthroughs of all happen when we become empowered through knowing that we're already complete in him that he's already in us and that we're already walking in fellowship with him on the previous broadcast i was in the book of second samuel chapter 5 verse 17 through 25 and the corresponding scripture in first chronicles chapter 14 and in this section of scripture we study the life of david and how he got breakthrough against his enemies So let me just read by way of review today, beginning once again in 2 Samuel chapter 5, beginning in verse number 17. When the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek out David. And when David heard of it, he went down to the stronghold. The point was the enemy attacked when David was anointed. And so you need to understand as you're pressing forward in the Lord, as God has begun to work in your life, as God is moving you into greater victory and power, the enemy is going to respond to you. He's going to try to blow you back, even as the Philistines came against David as soon as David was anointed. It's a spiritual law. The enemy responds. People with supernatural anointings should expect to receive a supernatural attack. Now, this shouldn't scare you. It's just the dynamics of the kingdom. You see, God uses all things to work together for good. And it's through enduring the attack of the enemy, clinging to God as David did, warfaring in him through it, that we're confirmed in the Lord, that his anointing gets solidified in us. That's why, as I've been mentioning, the first thing that Yeshua did after he was baptized in the river by John was go into the wilderness where he did battle against the devil for 40 days. Why? Because God was perfecting him for his ministry. Jesus wasn't afraid of the attack. In fact, the Bible says it was the spirit of the Lord that led Yeshua into the wilderness to do battle against the devil. So God matures you and I as his sons and daughters by teaching us how to resist, how to defend ourselves, and how to exercise authority from within over the enemy. And so to tie all this back around now, The way we exercise authority over the enemy is not just by screaming, not just by shouting, not just by making certain declarations. All those can be valid. But the way we exercise authority over the enemy is by knowing we've already got it. We come to a place where we're so confident, He can't even harass us. We don't even pay attention. We don't take the bait anymore. He already is subjected to us. And so having authority over the enemy begins by knowing that we already have dominion over him because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. He that's born of God overcomes the world. Hear the word of God, verse 18. Now the Philistines came and spread themselves out in the valley of Raphaim. What I'm gonna teach is, that the enemy doesn't just respond one time and in one way to our anointing, but he seeks to come in from multiple angles. But I want you to know you are more than a conqueror, and you will triumph through everything as you keep your eyes set on the Lord, on him who called you. And as you continue to put one foot in front of the other in his anointing, God is gonna perfect you in his peace, and God's peace within you will crush Satan under your feet. Be strong, be courageous, press on. God loves you and he's got a destiny for you that's greater than anything than you have ever imagined.
0: You're listening to a message from Rabbi Schneider titled The Greatest Breakthrough here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And you know, we've been talking about breakthroughs and some of the greatest moments we've had as a ministry have come from people all over the world who are being called out of the darkness and into the marvelous light of King Jesus. And we believe that you'll be blessed by listening to how God is working in the world through these special testimonies. And you can explore them They're called God Moments for yourself when you visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or you can also find them on our YouTube channel. And well, Rabbi Schneider came to faith in 1978. And ever since then, it's been his desire and the heartbeat behind his calling in this ministry to support people all around the world and to share the love of Messiah Jesus with people who are hungry for the Word of God. But we couldn't do what we do without your prayers and your financial support. And to share with us for just a moment, here is Rabbi once again. I always
1: make it a priority, beloved ones, to teach the truth of the Word of God. And I know that on the earth today, sometimes it's hard to find teaching that you feel is authentic and that feeds you. I want to simply say this, it costs me a lot of money to broadcast. You see, Christian programmers like myself, we have to pay for our own airtime. And the only way that I can broadcast is when those that are receiving from this ministry respond by financially sowing into it. So I want to simply say, beloved one, if you believe in me, If this ministry is feeding you, would you make a special offering to the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus? The Bible teaches that we should financially support those that are feeding us. Paul said, such men are worthy of support. If you're being blessed by this ministry, if you believe in what we're doing, if you want other people to be blessed by it, simply, beloved, respond to the Holy Spirit and make an offering to the Lord today through discovering the Jewish Jesus. I want to thank you in advance for your support. God bless you and Shalom.
0: If you'd like to give a gift today, or if you'd like to partner with us by giving a gift each and every month, you can do that right now online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or if you'd prefer, you can also text your gift to us when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. And then be sure to follow the simple direction on your screen. You can also send your generous financial gifts in the mail by writing to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And your prayers and your financial donations, they're a vital part of advancing the cause and helping us get the word out so that people can break through. And as our way of saying thank you for your gifts, we'll send you the latest copy of our insightful and encouraging newsletter, along with Rabbi's message of the month. And then before we wrap up today, did you know that you can catch Rabbi every day, no matter where you are or what you're doing? Yep, that's right, the Rabbi Schneider mobile app allows you to hear Rabbi every day. You can also submit your testimony or prayer requests to the team and read the latest devotions. And it's free and available right now. Just download the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. And now here is Rabbi once again to send us off with a blessing.
1: What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man, the words actually proceeded from the very essence of God Himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 6. So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. <speaking in Hebrew> Panavel kha vi khuna kha Isaiah we Panavel
0: If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next time when Rabbi Schneider helps us understand why we're ordained to fight. That's coming up Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.